Welcome to the Natural Resources Council of Maine's podcast, Maine's Environment Hot News Now. I'm Carly Peruccio, NRCM's Forest and Wildlife Outreach Coordinator, and thanks so much for joining us. In our first podcast episode, you'll hear from our Advocacy Director, Pete Didesheim, and our Federal Project Outreach Coordinator, Kristen Jackson. Just one thing to remember, uh, this podcast was released on Thursday, January 25th, and given the very fast pace of federal and Maine politics, it's possible that something could change by the time that you listen. With that in mind, enjoy episode one. Here's Pete and Kristen. Hi, this is Pete Didesheim. I'm the Advocacy Director for the Natural Resources Council of Maine, and thank you for joining the first edition of Maine's Environment Hot News Now. So we're bringing this to you live uh, because so much happens at the State House, we wanted to provide an opportunity for you to get some fresh updates uh, from us, uh, describing what we think is important, what's happened, and what's coming up ahead uh, for those of you who are following the legislative process. Before I get any further, let me just have Kristen introduce herself also. Hi, I'm Kristen Jackson. I'm the Federal <coughs> Outreach Coordinator here at NRCM. So I work on policies coming out of Washington, D.C. and how they'll affect the state of Maine. So let me just give you a little bit of the landscape. So this is called the short session, the short legislative session, and it's already off to a fast pace. Lawmakers uh, already have held public hearings, they've already voted on bills, things are moving rapidly, and legislators want to get out by the end of April. So NRCM staff already has testified on about a dozen bills. Almost all of our top priority bills uh, have seen some level of action or it'll be coming up soon. This is also Governor LePage's last year in office. It's an election year and we're seeing an unprecedented amount of, of attack on our environmental policies from the Trump administration. So we're paying attention to a lot of stuff. We totally understand why it's hard for uh, our members, our supporters, the general public to keep track of, of what's happening. So that part of the purpose of this program is to help you understand what we're paying attention to and what's important to us and what we think are significant uh, both victories and setbacks as uh, the legislative session moves forward. We're paying attention to 40 bills this session and there are several that are really high priorities. So I'm going to talk quickly about three of them. First, the solar bill. So for the last couple years, we've been trying to get the Maine legislature to adopt a solar bill, a solar policy, that would help Maine get out of last place in terms of solar energy generation and solar jobs. And each year we get solid bipartisan majorities in the House and Senate. In fact, we've been getting unanimous votes, bipartisan votes in the Senate, but we haven't been able to override the governor's veto. So we're working on a bill this session that came to a public hearing last week. We had a tremendous turnout. There was 36 proponents of the bill, three opponents. Uh, that bill is going to go to work session probably next week. Uh, the most important two pieces of this bill are, one, it would overturn the worst part of the Public Utility Commission's recently adopted rules that would tax people for the power that they generate and use on site at their own home and the second provision would increase the number of people who could participate in a community solar farm from the current number of 10 up to 50. So passing a solar bill is a very high priority. If you want to talk to your legislator about something this uh, session, tell them to pass a solar bill. Number two, we're working on a food waste reduction bill. It's LD 1545. Right now the U.S. wastes about 30 to 40 percent of the 
food that we produce each year, we spend about $220 billion on the process of growing, processing, transporting, disposing of food that we never eat. And here in Maine, we have a significant problem both of food insecurity and food waste. And we're focusing on particularly schools. Schools waste an estimated 75,000 pounds of food each year. And we want to help reduce that. And we're working on a bill that'll come to a work session next week. And third, we're trying to pass a clean water bond. Uh, this came to a public hearing last week. It's a $50 million bond that would invest in wastewater infrastructure. Uh, we have about a billion dollar backlog across the state in aging wastewater treatment plants. Uh, some of these have pipes that are 100, 150 years old. And we've come a long way in providing clean water in Maine, but we need additional investments so that wastewater doesn't go into Casco Bay, Frenchman Bay, Penobscot River, uh, as it does now each time there's a major storm event. This is a, a bill that's brought forward by the DEP. We're strongly supportive and uh, there'll be a lot of competition for bonding authority. There hasn't been a bond like this that has gone to the voters uh, in the last seven years. Previously, they would come every year or two and they would always get 60% of the vote. This bill will support or sustain more than 2,000 jobs and would leverage an additional 70 million in funding. So this is a high priority, particularly because it's both an environmental issue and a jobs issue. So I'm gonna stop here and let Kristen describe some of the threats we're dealing with from the Trump administration. Yeah, thanks Pete. So at the federal level, we're focused on a whole host of issues from protecting our clean water, protecting our clean air, protecting our climate. I'm just gonna focus on two things that are on our, on our hot list right now. Uh, the first is the recent proposal from the Trump administration to open up 90% of Atlantic waters, including off the main coast, to oil and gas drilling. So this clearly would have uh, devastating effects on our coastal communities and two of our most important industries like uh, tourism and fishing. The Maine's entire congressional delegation has already come out against this plan and have both, all four of them have co-sponsored bills in the Senate and the House respectively to block drilling off of the coast of New England. But our governor, LePage, is the only coastal governor who has come out in support of this plan. So we are working to get Maine removed, Maine waters removed from this plan because we don't want to see oil and gas drilling off of our coast. And shortly after the plan was announced, we saw Florida removed from the plan um, without any real process that was gone through. And the reasons that they removed Florida from the plan could have easily been attributed to Maine as well, saying that tourism and their coasts are, are important to their economy. So there's a couple of ways that you can take action to oppose this plan to open our coast to oil and gas drilling. Uh, the first is to submit a public comment. Uh, there will be a public comment period open until March 9th. The Department of the Interior will be holding a public hearing on the offshore drilling plan, which was originally scheduled for January 22nd, but due to the government shutdown was postponed and will likely be rescheduled for early March. So we hope you can make it there. Um, the second item I want to talk about is uh, working to fully fund the Environmental Protection Agency, or the EPA. Um, so this is a campaign we've been working on since the spring when President Trump released his version of the EPA budget, where he slashed the program's budget by 30%, which was the most of any agency that we saw. Since then, um, both the Senate and the House have come out with their versions of the budget, 
rejected the 30% cuts, but uh, proposed cuts of upwards of hundreds of millions of dollars. And the spending packages were riddled with anti-environmental amendments that would hurt our clean water and hurt our clean air. And so the decision to, to pass this budget has been punted back time and time again. Actually, the original budget was supposed to be, propo- uh, was supposed to be passed in October. Because Congress can't come to a decision, it's continually been pushed back. Now we're expecting Congress to pass a final budget for fiscal year 2018 by February 8th. And until then, we will continue to advocate for a fully funded EPA and a clean spending bill with no harmful amendments. Um, so those are the two big issues that we're following right now on the federal level. And, and with both of these issues, uh, the possibility of oil and gas drilling off of Maine's waters, off of Maine's coast, and EPA funding levels, what we're seri- seeing and what Maine people are coming to realize is federal actions can have a big impact on the state of Maine. And this administration is rolling back environmental laws, regulations, uh, mostly, it appears, as at the request of the oil and gas industry. Uh, this particular proposal on outer continental shelf drilling is a massive gift to big oil. But if that gift is received and, isn't, and we don't block oil drilling in the, off the Atlantic coast, it could have a massive impact. If there ever was an accident similar to what happened in the in the Gulf with the, uh, the Deepwater Horizon incident. Same thing with EPA funding. Our Department of Environmental Protection depends heavily on funding that comes down to the state level from the feds. And we don't want that funding flow to be cut. Uh, if it is cut, as was proposed in the Trump administration budget, it would result in massive layoffs at our Department of Environmental Protection, which already has suffered significant cutbacks in their in their number of employees over the last eight years. So we are fighting to keep our funding level high for the DEP so that that our DEP can continue to do the protection of Maine's environment that's so important. That's a quick overview. Uh, We'll end this one and we will try to do this on a fairly regular basis so that those who are interested can hear quick updates on issues that are important to us and important to the future of Maine's environment. Thanks a lot. Thanks for paying attention. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Maine's Environment, Hot News Now. To learn more about the Natural Resources Council of Maine and our work, visit our website at nrcm.org. For more updates and news, follow us or like us on the social media platform of your choice, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks again, and talk to you next time.